All right, guys, you are locked on Falcons. I'm your host, Aaron Freeman. And today we are continuing our NFC South series, looking at our rivals this time being the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we're joined by locked on Bucks host, David Harrison, to talk about the Bucks key training camp competitions, as well as their most impactful offseason moves. You are locked on Falcons, your daily Atlanta Falcons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, guys, you know me. I'm Aaron Freeman. been covering the Falcons for many years, formerly at FalcFans.com. RIP, still going strong, however, on Twitter, at FalcFans. And, of course, the host of this illustrious Locked On Falcons podcast, your daily Atlanta Falcons podcast, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In today's episode, I am joined by David Harrison, the co-host of the Locked On Bucks podcast. As we wrap up our NFC South series, we've already talked with the Locked On Saints host, Ross Jackson, about the Saints, the Locked On Panthers host Julian Council about the Panthers. And of course, we're now continuing that and wrapping things up with David Harrison, the co-host of the Lockdown Bucks, to talk about this Tampa Bay Bucks team, their offseason moves, sort of what if uh, anything the Bucks need to improve on in order to get back to the Super Bowl, what could wind up being a potential Achilles heel, slowing them down, some key training camp battles, as well as looking back at their offseason moves. But uh, before we get into that, I do want to let you guys know about the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. Since I know we are gearing up for this upcoming fantasy football season, you guys want to get that edge that you need to win your league. And of course, the host of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast, Vinny Iyer of the Sporting News, gives you that daily edge getting you the data so that your fantasy squad never fails subscribe to the locked on fantasy football podcast on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts so uh without further ado let's jump into the conversation with david harrison the co-host of the locked on bucks podcast all right guys i'm joined by another illustrious guest here on the locked on falcons podcast this is none other than david harrison the co-host of both the locked on bucks as well as the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast. But David's going to be here talking with us about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, their offseason, their upcoming season. David, my friend, welcome back to the show. Appreciate you, Aaron. Good talking to you. It's, it's been a minute, but uh, getting closer to the season, so getting to talk to, to a lot more people and looking forward to the new, the, the new year and even more conversations as we get these crossovers rolling back up. Well, I'm a little jealous because many years ago, I thought I was going to be on easy street in a certain off season after a Falcons Super Bowl win. And unfortunately, uh, that did not go the way I had hoped it would be. But I imagine, you know, coming off uh, covering a team that wins the Super Bowl, you know, everything seems a little bit less dramatic, a little bit less uh, immediate and hectic and whatnot. And I know one of the big storylines about the Bucks all season has been just basically keeping the band together. Um, and, you know, I guess the perception is that even with that team that was capable of uh, defeating the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl, that wasn't necessarily the most consistent team throughout the regular season. They obviously uh, were able to, to power through that in the, in the postseason. But I'm curious, do you feel like this Bucks team, essentially the same team from 2020, is capable of even reaching higher heights uh, than they were a year ago uh, this upcoming season. Yeah, I think I think you have to believe that the the team could possibly perform even better because, like you said, I mean there are areas, especially during the regular season, where you can see room for, for improvement and growth. And uh, the, the coaching staff, you know, during the course of the OTAs, rookie camp, and all that, they've 
kind of emphasize still getting better and still understanding, you know, that the 2021 Tampa Bay Buccaneers haven't done a single thing yet. You know, all those accolades and the championship and all that stuff, that all belongs to the 2020 Buccaneers. And so they're trying to kind of instill this thought process that even though the people are the same, that the accomplishment doesn't carry over from one year to another. Um, so with the return of OJ Howard and then with another year of experience for some of these younger defensive members, you expect that the team is still going to be able to find a way to get better across multiple fronts. Well, I imagine having Tom Brady as your quarterback, a guy that's won multiple Super Bowls, knows what it takes to sort of not fall into that sort of Super Bowl malaise, post-Super Bowl malaise uh, helps. But I'm curious, what are your sort of expectations given that, you know, being at the the top of the food chain is relatively new for a lot of the key pieces on this uh, Bucks team as well as coaching staff with Bruce Arians do you feel like there's um any concern about you know everybody's going to be you know coming for the Bucks this upcoming season and that team not necessarily having the same hunger that they had a year ago yeah I think that with with the combination of, of Tom Brady and then when you look at the player roster you know, Mike Evans on this level of success. There's another one, even Adonis can sue. You know, he was with here. So there are enough guys, I think, on this roster that have been through the struggles and the down years and the missed playoffs and, and all that to kind of keep the focus going in the locker room. And then the head coaches, the head coach and, and the coaching staff themselves, I mean, they've all been around the block tumbles, you know, having been a head coach and fired knows what it's like to kind of be, you know, one of the most sought after coaching candidates, but then also be one of the guys getting fired. So I feel like there's enough. And then, you know, obviously the leader of the team, Tom Brady, is is known for his mentality and and his hunger and his tenacity and always saying, you know, his favorite Super Bowl win is the next one. So he's he's kind of always that guy that puts the the latest chapter behind him really quickly. And I mean, you look after the boat parade, I mean, he was back on the field training and getting ready for the next season before Pat Mahomes was. So, uh, you know, that's that kind of shows just the mentality that Tom Brady carries and he's going to bring that to the team. As far as like expectations on just how well the team could perform, like I said, I think the addition of O.J. Howard makes the offense more efficient, more more lethal, and just kind of challenges defenses even more because they do claim to be a 12-personnel-based offense. And with the with the return of O.J., you pair him up with Gronk. I mean, that's, that's probably the best 12-personnel package uh, that the NFL is going to have. So it just makes it even more difficult to cover if he can stay healthy. Um, we'll see how the running game goes. I think we're probably going to talk about that here in a little bit is, is – is the uh, the camp stories and the concerns. And I think that's going to start with the running game. And uh, on that note, we'll sort of uh, turn the page and, and talk a little bit about those upcoming training camp stories, uh, including discussing the running game here with David Harrison, the co-host of the Locked on Bucks podcast. But speaking of the running game, no, I'm kidding. I, even I can't pull off this segue. But uh, before we get into our uh, conversation, I do want to plug the NHL side of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where you can find a daily podcast devoted to your favorite NHL team. I don't know if you guys know this, but there is an expansion draft upcoming later this week in the NHL. And, uh, you know, I can't speak for how it is impactful for the hockey side of things. Uh, but of course the lockdown podcast network has you covered there and you can find your favorite hockey podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. But I will say this, you know, I, I miss the fact that the NFL has been almost 20 years since they had an NFL expansion draft. I think it's one of the most exciting things in sports. So definitely check out the NHL side of the lockdown podcast network to get the insights into that. I will try to live vicariously through those guys uh, wishing that we, you know, maybe the NFL should expand in the next, 
next couple of years just to give me the thing that I desire, which is another expansion draft. But here is a good segue, and the thing that I do actually desire is a great tasting protein bar, a great way to get my protein. And of course I can find that with built bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market. They have delicious flavors like mint brownie cookies and cream, cherry, barcia, double chocolate, salted caramel, coconut, raspberry. They have limited flavors like German chocolate cake, orange grasshopper cookies, strawberry. You can try them all with a mix box as you'll get that healthy snack that tastes just like a candy bar with none of the guilt because built bars contain hundred percent real chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. My favorite, the coconut almond tastes just like an almond joy. And it's not just about their great taste. They're healthy too. They're low in sugar and calories, high in protein and fiber. All you got to do is head over to the website at builtbar.com. Use the promo code locked 15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code locked 15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. So I'm here with David Harrison, co-host of the Lockdown Bucks podcast, and we talked a little bit about the Bucks basically keeping the band together. Before we get into the training camp stuff, you know, the one notable addition that they did make, and you sort of touched upon the, the concerns about the running game, at least in free agency, was Giovanni Bernard essentially replacing LaShawn McCoy. Uh, was there any other notable additions this offseason besides their draft picks that I just simply missed? Any, anybody else that stood out as a guy that could potentially impact this team that did not impact this team a year ago? No, he's he's pretty much it, Giovanni Bernard. That's that's the new guy on the block other than the draft picks. I mean, obviously you have some, you know, some uh, – they did sign some guys from their rookie camps and tryout players and all that stuff. But Gio is really the guy that the Buccaneers are expecting to make a little bit of a dent on how this team looks in 2021 versus 2020. And, you know, the the initial impression is that he's going to kind of take on that LaShawn McCoy role, uh, but something that I've been saying on our show and, and kind of preaching to Buccaneers fans who think that's it. You know, LaShawn only had 25 touches last year, and I don't think Giovanni Bernard came to Tampa to play with Tom Brady for 25 touches. I think he intends on carving out a much bigger role for himself in this offense. And honestly, I think he's going to be capable of doing it because the biggest thing that that running back group was missing last season was pass catching, right? There were there were some moments where they looked better uh, than others, but for the most part, Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette, LaShawn McCoy, Keyshawn Vaughn, they all left a lot to be desired as receivers for Tom Brady, a quarterback known for liking to throw to his running back. So bringing in Gio Bernard, the real question now is how many snaps is he going to eat into with Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette, and even Keyshawn Vaughn, who's you know, coming into his second year, he's going to want more action as well but not just snaps, how many touches, how much output in, in the offense, where maybe we see the San Bay Buccaneers offense add another wrinkle from last year. I'm curious from your perspective, and maybe you hinted at this earlier with the questions about the running game, uh, what's sort of the biggest area for improvement for this Bucks team? Um, yeah, so the biggest area, you know, that we're, we're looking for the team to improve in is in that running back group because, you know, it, it's not even so much a level of uh, amount of, about just the production, even though I think they were at a fairly good job at certain spots in the season. I think what we're looking for is for more consistent production and to get those that consistency from these players. I mean, Ronald Jones had three straight 100-yard games at one point in the season, but then kind of fell off. And some of that was usage. Some of that was play calling the Buccaneers. You know, while they produced uh, among the least in the league and in the running game, they were also utilized. Their running backs were also utilized among the fewest in the National Football League as well. So I think some of that is on, you know, Bruce and Byron kind of getting them more involved earlier. and, and uh, again, some of that is going to lean on the defense to keep opposing offenses out of the end zone 
off the scoreboard. So they can kind of establish that run. But if we if we see the, the better consistency, not just from the running game, but from everybody else that can bleed over, then I think you see fewer three and outs. Uh, there were a few games where to start the game, you know, there were very slow starts in first quarters of games. And that obviously doesn't help you get the running game going because as you're struggling as an offense, you kind of tend to take more shots and press a little more and when you're already a pass half as it is and you're gonna lean on the goat because i mean he's the greatest of all time for a reason so if you're struggling why wouldn't you lean on a talent like that so i think consistency versus actual you know numbers like they may they only finished you know 22nd this year in the league in rushing versus like 28 but i think if they can get more consistent production week in week out then it's going to help you offense a lot better now uh, you know i know falcon fans listening are like yeah the bucks aren't that great they're they're whatever i'm curious from your perspective uh, if there is a sort of a, an Achilles heel of vulnerability that leads this Buccaneers team to not perform up to expectations, is there a particular area of the roster that does give you some concerns that could be something that uh, makes this team a little bit more vulnerable in 2021 than they were a year ago? Yeah, I think my biggest area of concern for the Buccaneers roster is the secondary. And it's not, you know, a knock on them or anything. I know that they, you know, they're ranked the 32nd ranked secondary coming into last season. And they kind of carried that chip on their shoulder throughout the year, even in the Super Bowl press conferences, they were talking about it, you know, so they definitely paid attention and remembered it. And so they were kind of happy to be, be putting some of those, you know, rumors, some of those comments kind of to rest a little bit. But the bottom line is they still are a very young unit. Um, their most experienced players, at least starters, are Carlton Davis and Jordan Whitehead, who have been in the league since 2018. They're not exactly seasoned veterans. So if there's if there's something that you know a team like the Atlanta Falcons could do to be able to stress that secondary and really kind of get after it and kind of minimize that pass rush or you know uh, heaven forbid and, and knock on wood that doesn't happen but if there's injuries to pass rushers or you know Vita Vea goes out again something like that that kind of puts more pressure on that young secondary I think we're going to see a little bit of that youth start to come out more than you did last season when even without Vita Vea the Buccaneers defense was able to to manufacture. Uh, enough of a pass rush to kind of disrupt passing games before they were able to exploit the secondary. So I'm here with uh, David Harrison of the Lockdown Bucks podcast. We're going to continue our conversation talking about some more training camp stuff, as well as get into the Bucks draft class coming up on today's Lockdown Falcons podcast. But before we get there, guys, I want to plug the NBA side of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where you can find a daily podcast devoted to your favorite NBA team, including the Atlanta Hawks, where you can check out the Lockdown Hawks podcast hosted by Brad Roland on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. BetOnline gives you the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. And there's no time like now to get started at BetOnline. The NBA playoffs are ongoing. Of course, you got the British Open and a Summer Olympics coming up. And, of course, baseball season is in full swing. You track all the action at BetOnline. You can get real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine, including if Calvin Ridley will lead the NFL in receiving yards this year. By the way, they're nine to one odds that Ridley will be the top receiver in the NFL this year, which are the second best odds only behind last year's receiving yards leader in Stefan Diggs. To get in on that action or any other action, of course, you can just head over to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today at betonline.ag, use the promo code Locked On. you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. That means if you deposit 500 bucks, you get $250 in free money to play with with that promo code Locked On. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. 
So we're continuing our pre-training camp crossover here with David Harrison of Locked On Bucks. And I guess getting into training camp, you talked a little bit about the running game. Is there another sort of position group or position battle, or maybe there's an individual player that you're looking to see what growth they show uh, this summer? Is there some area of this team or some player on this team that you have your eyes on uh, firmly, you know, going into training camp? Yeah, there's there's three guys actually: Grant Stewart, KJ Britt, and Jalen Darden. So the first two, Stewart and Britt. Uh, Grant Stewart, the Mister Irrelevant himself, you know, the final draft pick of this last year's draft. Uh, linebacker out of Houston and KJ Britt, and you know, off-ball linebacker out of Auburn. The Buccaneers don't have a lot of depth behind Devin White and Levante David. They've got Kevin Minter, a uh, great veteran presence, but beyond him, they really don't have a lot. So one of those guys you figure is really in a very good position to earn a roster spot. Now, who that's going to be is going to rely on a lot of uh, leadership potential. There's going to be a lot of energy factors in the special teams, of course. And the great thing about both these guys is they both came into the organization fully ready, prepared, looking forward to contributing on special teams and showing what they could do. But they're also doing it together. Like both of these guys did not come off the field during rookie camps, during OTAs, almost at all. And they've both made really great impressions on the coaching staff. And it's almost to a point where with preseason coming back, opposing teams are going to look at these guys so you almost kind of wonder if they do well enough, how hard is it going to be to stash one of them on the practice squad, which, of course, is what they both want to do is basically make it almost impossible, you know, for the Buccaneers to move on from them. So those two guys, as much as they're working together and feeding off of each other, they're really kind of competing for what looks like to be one one last spot in that off-ball linebacker group. So I'm really interested uh, to see which guy comes out on top of that competition. And then Jalen Darden, the wide receiver out of North Texas, uh, entering a, a fully stacked wide receiver room. But if there's somewhere where he can make his money and make his mark again at special teams in that return game. The Buccaneers need a lot of help in their return game. Jalen Darden looks like he can be the guy to potentially do it. So if he takes advantage of that opportunity in training camp in the preseason, that he could become the answer for the Buccaneers in that third phase, uh, which, I mean, I, I think the Buccaneers are already a little bit scary enough, even if some fans out there don't believe it. But if they get better in the third phase of the game uh, versus the other two, then I think it makes them an even more well-rounded team. And even tougher to deal with during the year. Now you, you mentioned three draft picks uh, in terms of guys you have your eyes on, I, I guess my, my guess is, you know, in, in a world Kyle Trask is probably not going to play much this year. At least you're hoping he doesn't yeah, play hope so. much <laughs> of anything. So I'm guessing if, if we're projecting which potential of this 2021 draft class has the most chance to impact you know, it's going to be maybe one of those guys at the later round guys on special teams, or do you think someone like a Joe Tryon has an opportunity to carve out at least a, a small minor role uh, in on this defense? Yeah. I mean, Joe Tryon is going to get some snaps. And I think, I think you'll see more Joe Tryon later in the season when they're trying to rest a guy like JPB, who, you know, really from like early to mid December on through the, the entire Super Bowl, he didn't practice at all from, from, I want to say early December on because he was dealing with a knee injury. So, he was just taking mental reps and, and film study and meetings and everything else. And they were kind of leaning on that veteran presence and his ability to go out there on game day and perform. And, and he obviously rose to the occasion. Uh, but, you know, this year you have to believe they would like to keep him healthy if they can and kind of avoid the need for him to be in the training room, you know, instead of the meeting room. And Joe Tryon is going to get the opportunity to do that. But I think early on, the player that has the biggest chance to really impact the team as, as far as rookie user concerned is probably Jalen Darden in that return game. And, it may not be, you know, touchdown, you know, returns or anything like that, but if he can set them up, you know, on the 45 instead of the 25, something like that, and give them the shorter field, that's obviously going to gonna be huge for, for that offense and, and even to help the defense because, you know, if you go three and out from the 45, it's not as bad as if you go three and out from your own 25. 
Absolutely. Well, David, I appreciate you joining me in, in singing the endless praises of this Buccaneers team. And again, I, as I said at the top, it must be nice <laughs> to have a team that doesn't have too many uh, question marks to cover. Uh, and certainly a welcome change for the usual Bucks offseason uh, from past years where they go out there and splurge, you know, and sign all these big name free agents and then none of them wind up working out for them uh, in the long term and they have to cut them the year after. So, you know, things have changed quite a bit in Tampa Bay uh, these last couple of years. So David, let the people know uh, what you have in store for them uh, this summer on locked on bucks and where else they can hit you up. Yeah. We're getting ready to gear up for training camp as well. We've got some joint practices coming back and obviously another NFC South division division race to, to cover. It's always competitive. I don't care who the top team is or who the quarterbacks are. It's always going to be a competitive, uh, division to be in so it's always a lot of fun to watch and you know i'm on twitter at d harrison 82 uh james yarko my co-host is at jark owner square bucks and then of course we're at locked on bucks locked on bucks podcast all right david appreciate uh you joining me uh for this pre-training camp crossover looking forward to our post-training camp crossover which will be coming very early in the season gearing up for that week two matchup between the falcons and buccaneers and uh, look forward to chatting with you and seeing you know what has changed and, and what has stayed the same between now and then Yes, sir. Thank you, Aaron. All right, guys, there you have it. David Harrison, the co-host of the Locked on Bucks podcast. You can check him out uh, as well as his co-host, James Yarko at jyarko underscore bucks on Twitter, uh, giving you that Bucks coverage. And of course, that wraps up our NFC South series where we looked around the division to look at the sort of key offseason moves as well as key uh, pre-training camp storylines for each of these three NFC South teams. And the rest of the week will be devoted to more Falcons-centric topics as we wrap up our training camp previews, positional previews, wrapping up the final four positions, I believe. We have tight ends, quarterbacks, running backs, corners, and safeties left, right? Am I not mistaken? So five positions to wrap up. So we'll get through four of those uh, the rest of the week, and then we'll leave another one for Monday. And then that should bring us to training camp. And before we duck out of here, I do want to plug the Locked On Today podcast. It's all the sports news that you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast hosted by Peter Bukowski on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, if you have any questions, any feedback, any concerns that you want to express to me, of course, you can do so if they're podcast related or not podcast related. Of course, you can hit me up on Twitter at Lockdown Falcons, on Facebook at Lockdown Falcons, or you can send an email to Lockdown Falcons at mail.com. Appreciate it, guys. Till then.